Hello and welcome to episode number 185 of the Nerve Pro Quo podcast. We were on hiatus for a little bit because of scheduling and uh, some holidays, but we are back in force right up until the new year. In fact, there might be a, uh, we might be doubling up on some episodes before the new year, and then we'll probably be on hiatus again uh, for a little bit, uh, for probably a week that'll be uh, either that. Either we will be on hiatus for a week after New Year's, or there will be... A, uh, an episode, uh, there will be an Into the, Into the Spider-Verse review that will come up, come out after the new year. Either that, or this might be because it's going up a day late. This might be a week in which there is a doubled up episode. There might be doubled up episodes anyway. We are really, uh, going hard for the end of the year here and the beginning of January. And then, uh, yeah, trying to put these out on a more regular basis. It's just been kind of a scheduling nightmare, uh, trying to get everyone together to record. But this episode is our Aquaman review. Uh, yeah, uh, not really any plugs, at least until the new year, but uh, some new things are going to be happening in the new year. Like, I can't talk about them yet. They are, uh, some of them are very exciting, but uh, some of them, again, uh, I always say this and then things don't actually work as planned. So you know what? I'm just going to say that there, there are some exciting things, uh, some changes that are going to happen in the new year with the podcast and with the website and everything else, but uh, I'm not going to talk about them at all. Uh, I'm just going to say that there, there's going to be a couple of minor new things and then a couple months down the line there's going to be some really exciting things. And that's all I'm really going to say. There aren't any really shows to plug uh, till after the new year. But uh, in the meantime, enjoy this episode number 185 of the NerdProCore podcast. Yup. Okay, I've actually started recording, so you might want to. <laughs> I didn't prepare you very sorry. That was terrible. Way to go, you fucked you fucking asshole. Yeah. Uh ho, 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 ho. It's the day before Christmas Eve. Yeah. Salutations, internet. Yeah, uh happy holidays, uh happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, uh prosperous Kwanzaa, uh solemn Ramadan, all those things. And happy festivus to the rest of you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, as, yeah, some of my people is Happy Hanukkah, the rest of my people, it's Festivus for the rest of us. And also like, you know, if you're a pagan and you do the whole pagan thing or into the wicked thing and whatever your religious beliefs, even if they're none, uh, happy to all of that. So many things have happened. I mean, I actually didn't, I haven't done a podcast. I think since, uh, even I, what, what did we talk about? I can't even remember what. And it wasn't even that long I've ago. Got, because of my job, I have the mental capacity of a goldfish right now. I don't recall what we spoke about. Um, Talked about uh, Daredevil. Oh, oh yes, yeah, it was Daredevil yes, season three, yes. and then I did an anime episode with, yeah. with them. Okay. I forgot. I forgot. Yeah, well, who told you to wait like a month later? Yeah, um, well, yeah, it took you too long to... It, by the time you watched it, the show had been canceled. Yeah, so... <laughs> so your fault. Uh, but many things. We saw many things. Uh, oh, okay, are we... Oh, you left that on. You. Okay. We should wait till that cools. Uh, but uh, Eve had suggested that we start with uh, the worst. I, well, if the worst, I mean, okay. what was the worst then? Because to, we there is another fair, movie where I have to. Okay, let's let's get started. All right, 
Let's start with Aquaman. Okay, uh, okay. And then we start from the, you know, just the awesomeness of w- what we thought was one of the best movies we've seen all year. Yeah. Um, Aquaman. I have to be honest. You saw me dozing off, but it was not out of boredom. I was fucking tired. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was I, I was dead tired, and I wasn't too... One too many holidays. Uh, well, I, yeah, I had already five guinnesses in me uh by the time i saw you guys and i was exhausted so it wasn't the fact that i was dozing off was, is not an indication of how bored i was of the film um it's just that i was just too tired to really fully grasp whatever lynn was trying to do with aquaman so i from what i was able to capture as i said I know, I know, I know. You said it's not saying much, but it's important to me. It's better than Green Lantern. It's better than Batman v Superman. And I mean, yes, I think it's better than Justice League. Yes, I would even, yeah, I would even go that far. That's the <laughs> most I could say about that um, in terms of. It, it's it's a solid, you know. It's solid. If it's going to be a bad move, if this is considered bad, that means it's a promising I, I future the for the movie. Warner Brothers. I don't. I, I was torn between whether it was. Uh, hold on, I don't think. Hold on, we gotta stop for a second. Okay, we're we're back. I, there was Sorry a, for there was that. a. Because I have never uh, operated under the pretense that uh, this this podcast or myself were at all professional. Yeah, uh, we started and then and then when Rich started talking, I realized his mic wasn't actually on. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> but, but anyway, yes, uh, um, Aquaman. We were talking about how it's better than the previous bad Warner Brothers yeah, yeah. Uh, movies. Um, it's not the best. I will. I can um, be honest, but at least it's a good. It's a positive direction where you know what. As I said, you it hit all the right check marks in terms of what was wrong with the previous movies. It's yeah, not gray yeah, and brown. Yeah, it's not gray and brown. It's not gloomy. Mm-hmm. It's not all dark. I mean, it's it's like it's positive. It's fun. Um, there are decent action sequences, um, and I mean, I it's a good positive to build up on, build off from. Now the hope is they make future DC movies, you know, a little more pop and originality. You know, I just felt that they just they're trying to make the most uh, vanilla superhero film, you know, and that's what it was. Yeah. So, uh- I agree. Agree I to a point. It's I, like I agree to a point. Like I, I felt. I, I'll give it all the credit in the world that it knows what it means to be. Like it's unapologetically uh, a comic book movie. First, it's not gloomy. It's not. It's not subtle. It's very much. It's. It reminded me. It. It reminded me like of a Saturday afternoon. No, Saturday morning cartoon, made into a a, a, a in, in in a film. That's and not a good thing. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what I got from it. I mean, not, that's not necessarily a bad thing. I thought. I thought it was. 
it was good that it was it was confident in what it what it was looking to present to the to the audience what it it has its own very defined personality as a dc property um and i think the producers probably came to that conclusion in the writing room where you can't it's it's aquaman and and it's it's in it's a universe that you can't you know there's no other real i don't know i don't there's probably not not a, another way to present it without coming across as you know just just full of yourself so in any case you're just you're just going all out and putting forth a comic book on the screen and i i love that i i, I give it all the credit in the world i just feel that if it was marvel they would have been able to come up with a better script which is where jamie mentioned that from the very beginning the right i don't know it's just like i feel that marvel would have done it better yeah. um, if if you're i have so many things <laughs> so i i have i sat with it for like uh, a day after you know like yesterday kind of sitting with seeing it um i will i i really wanted to give i kept having to remind myself that the silliness in the movie was intentional because my initial gut reaction at the end of that film despite some fun action action sequences was that was one of the worst movies i've ever seen like it's like that was my initial like at the end of the film like right away reaction and then I kind of had to sit with it for a while and be like, okay, I know some of that, some of the stuff that I thought was terrible, was actually like by by intent. Uh, so I made some peace with that. I will say, I think I would have enjoyed it so much more if it was about forty-five minutes shorter. Oh, agreed, yeah, completely. Was, I heard it was long, but it was unnecessary. It just needed to be a two-hour film. I don't know. They could have cut like eighty percent of that chase scene. In, in yeah, the, yeah, that was unnecessary. Yeah, or um, the epic battle scene underwater at Tordia. Well, see, that was. I feel like that was fine, but the chase. I feel like there was this this thing where, and again, like after like sitting with the film for a little while and thinking about it. My big thing is they keep trying to – they're still trying to catch up with Marvel. And one of the mistakes that – whether this was intentional or not, one of the mistakes that they keep making is – and I feel like it's like, well, we can make – of course, the market has demonstrated that people will sit through a two-hour, 22-minute superhero movie and i was just like no they'll sit through a two and a half hour marvel movie like avengers infinity war yeah. because it's the culmination of like 10, ten years, years yeah. where the when it's just one of your characters like uh what they one of the things that marvel did really well is when they did ant-man like ant-man and the wasp that movie's like an hour and 45 minutes i rem if i remember correctly it's one of the shortest marvel films yeah. 
because you're, it's just like one of the single characters, and you mm. don't have to do this big. I feel like they were like, okay, it's it's Aquaman. It's like the they were because I went back and I read it a little bit. It is, with the exception of like Jason Momoa being Jason Momoa, it is almost a direct adaptation of the first like four trade paperbacks, like the the first run of Jeff Johns' New Fifty Two take mm-hmm. on Aquaman. That's what they were pulling it from. Like, like a lot of that stuff is like panel for panel, page for page, pulled from like the story, the characters, the way the characters play, interact with each other. Almost all of that is pulled almost directly from uh, Throne of Atlantis, which is like the third trade of the New Fifty Two Aquaman run. And now uh, that you say that, I'm starting to think that they should stop pulling from Jeff Johns. Yeah, I mean, great. I love Jeff Johns' writing, but this is the second character that, you know, they've tried to borrow from his, you know, his bag. And it does not translate. I think this I think this scare I think what the problem is he does stuff that he does the the problem that it that they they keep doing is they keep borrowing even though some of them he's actually been in, a little bit involved, like the writing of it, is they keep borrowing the the scale but not translating any of the character stuff on on the same level that he does in the comic books and some of that is just the 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 medium of comic books i think translates some of that stuff a lot better than you can do in a live action film what do you think was patty jenkins wonder woman barred from anything that it's a handful of stuff. It's a handful of stuff. I'm not. I haven't read as much as the one of the Wonder Woman stuff, uh, but I think because I feel that that's a completely original story from I, Jenkins. Uh-huh. And I, think, I think that if DC wants to have their characters prosper, they should just like take bits and pieces, but not borrow from Jeff Jeff Johns. Yes, yeah. it's great, but he. They need to like cut the cord and do something unique that will translate to the big screen. Yeah, Marvel did. Marvel did a good job borrowing bits and pieces from the Ultimate Universe to make it work well in the big screen. DC can't do that. Patty Jenkins is the only one to have done that well. Yeah, Um, and I just wish that uh, once again we're harping on DC, but they're growing. Yeah, it's it's you, you see that this is. This is uh, is proof that they're learning from their mistakes. Yeah. You know, I wish they would just make, you know, uh, a quicker turnaround, but it's a turnaround nonetheless yeah. in terms of something that's Yeah, boss, but there, I would also say that, like, even though some of, like, the, the script was terrible, even though I feel like some <laughs> of the script for this movie was, like, we're doing this dialogue that's really cheesy and a lot of it is really on the nose because we're trying to capture a certain tone. But the problem with that is that the silliness works, but mm-hmm. it also means that anything that is serious, supposed to be serious, comes across as laughably bad. Yeah, that's, and that's some really what ki- that's really what, in my opinion, kills this yeah. kills Aquaman. Is that when it's fun, it's fun. When it's not fun, you get reminded of how bad what you're watching well, that's is, because is. you've got actors with a very limited range which not, is where not, I, not all I, of them no no you have to admit uh, all of them 
all of them. Okay. I like Jason Momoa because he's Jason Momoa. He's a yeah. dude. I'm not looking for range from Momoa. Yeah. But in terms of, you know, Mara's very flat acting, you would get better range from Keanu Reeves. Yeah, <laughs> it's so flat. The, I don't know the actor who plays his father, but mm. I did not get the sense of... You know, love yeah, yeah. from him. They were, no, I do. I, too, I that do, was two dimensional. I do really like it. That's the thing. Uh, this weirdly, um, in a lot of ways, reminded me of the Star Wars prequels. In a in on a really heavy way, it's because yeah, it did remind me of the Star Wars prequels because you have these fantastic visuals, these like really elaborate, really large scale like action sequences, and then you have people who are normally good actors. Delivering seriously wooden performances, yeah, like Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe, Willem? the guy who plays his father, is actually not a bad actor. No, it's just I looked him up. He's yeah, just, yeah, he's been in a lot of great yeah. stuff. He's a, I actually really like him. I, I'm drawing a blank. I actually looked him up, and now I'm drawing a blank on his name. But he's great. You know, Nicole Kidman clearly kicks ass. Kicks ass, but is She's, collecting a paycheck. Yeah, sure. But Willem like, Dafoe is collecting a paycheck, mm-hmm. like. Uh, Dolph Lundgren. I love. Uh, okay, <laughs> I will tried. say. I will he's say. Tried. I will say that Dolph Lundgren is the exception to that. He owes taxes. And, <laughs> no, no, but but here's a. But here's the thing about Dolph Lundgren is. For someone like Dolph Lundgren, you are used to seeing him in that capacity, and there are people who do. He's been doing it long enough, like that kind of thing. He's been doing like B action films and like straight to video stuff for for years, and also like The Expendables, being in The Expendables. Like, there are certain people who have just gotten really good at doing this type of movie, and and like where it's this type of, and even when it's elevated to this type of scale, when you have someone like Dolph Lundgren, he's delivering. Exactly what you expect but, when you cast Dolph Lundgren in that role. Like, but here's the thing, I, I'm and Jason Momoa is too. Don't get me wrong. Like Jason Momoa is delivering what you want from Jason Momoa, and then every it's everyone else. Patrick Wilson isn't isn't a terrible actor no, he's either. A great actor. Yeah, and he's They're, awful in this but, movie. I'm I'm thinking to myself, you know, you want something fun. I get that, but then you, on the flip side, you get Guardians of the Galaxy. You've got Kurt Russell, yeah, you know who is quirky as you know whoever Mogo whatever ego yeah ego, but you see when he's angry or he's emotional, talk about his love of his life. You see that. You see great acting. You see great range in yes. these characters, yeah. and it's wooden. Yeah, here yeah. in it's this so movie. flat. Yeah, it's very flat. It's very, like you don't and you don't get any. It's the writing, it's the directing. That's mm. where... And it's it... also... Uh, I feel like one of the big things that... And they even... They try and argue against this, but they, you keep seeing it in all of the DC uh, movies. And I hate to harp and beat a very dead horse, but I think it comes down to uh, the way the majority of the DC characters... The, the 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 top tier the A heroes in the DC uh, universe are is that 
you get you get very especially in the movies it's very much about the the spectacle so the spectacle takes over and then you have to deal with the fact that at their core so many of these characters when they're not being their hero selves they're not terribly interesting characters at their core no i disagree okay i for the simple fact that patty jenkins did a good job with wonder woman she is one of those characters that are epic, but you have a great director who know, and a writer who knows the material and knows how to translate well for an audience for two hours. It'll turn out. Yeah. You see Christopher Nolan. Yeah, it's not as comic booky, but it's yeah. a Batman movie. You know. And well, you, well, but here's here's my counter argument to that: is there are three characters. Uh, the, the the top three, uh, and then there's one of the like B characters who I I in my belief you can always make him appealing because that's just kind of who he ends up being. Uh, Batman Begins worked so well because Christopher Nolan did the impossible in Batman Begins is that he made Bruce Wayne a compelling character. Which is something they have almost never. D- I mean, Michael Keaton was great in the nineteen eighty nine Batman, but but, the, but what what made the nineteen eighty nine Batman so amazing aside from like all the visual stuff was Jack Nicholson as the as the villain. Right. Batman's most interesting stories were never about Bruce Wayne. They were always the villain story in the movies. Yeah. It's always the villains that were the more interesting character mm-hmm. and the more compelling played by a more you know a more compelling actor. Uh you see that in Dark Knight, you see that in the original 1989 Batman. Uh Superman is easy because he's an alien and he's an outsider. You just play yeah, on his alien. But you had directors who pulled it off well in the Christopher Reeve run. Yeah. Yep. Y- y- the thing is, it's doable, but you need. I would argue also. I also yeah. say that that I would argue that the third one in that tier is Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman, uh, you can do that because there's actually a built. Like her mythos, like the whole thing, the gods and all yeah. that, is is there's stuff you can do with that that uh, in the same way that you can play around with the alien thing with Superman, mm-hmm. uh, you can do the villains with Batman. When you start to get in those those other the not top three, and I would say that the exception to this is the Flash, but that's because Barry Allen and Wally West and all of like the Flash family. Always, there's something. The Flash, the especially the Barry Allen Flash. His story is the most Marvel of all those characters. It's a it's a guy trying to. He you know he becomes a uh, he gets his powers by accident. Uh, he's trying to clear his dad who's been wrongfully like accused of his his mother's murder like it's mm-hmm. it's a, the flash's origin story is very marvel yeah but i also think that's because the flash came out later yeah but here's the thing you see a character like black panther he's a fucking king yeah Who, no one no one can relate to that Let me, but we have with black panther and aquaman you could I would hope that Jason Wan or James Wan would have been able to see, try to merge and see what worked with Black Panther in terms of like yeah, someone right. who has There's responsibility commonality. Yeah. and yeah. just like 
pull something that an, an audience can a king who to. doesn't want a king that was definitely in there it just wasn't executed yeah. particularly well <laughs> yeah, that's mm-hmm. either the dialogue just fell flat i mean that, once again you could do it with dc yeah you, they it just unfortunately it you we've missed so many times with directors yeah. and writers i mean patty jenkins aside christopher nola aside warner brothers for some reason don't have people on board who get these characters and it are able to you know um strike to the core of it marvel from some for some reason always hits it out of the part every time yep. basically because they have people who love these characters mm-hmm. yeah. and are trying to make sure that they have the right story to o- also also some of that has been has been luck uh there is a couple of, and, and also like if you go all the way back to like the way the marvel movies start i mean we've discussed this on the podcast i think a couple of times is the fact that Iron Man, the first Iron Man, was a huge risk. Of course. When yeah. that first did. Robert Downey. Robert Downey Jr. was was, was a, not a bankable actor nope. when Iron Man came out. Nope. Uh, John Favreau was not a bankable, like, director. director. He had just done, came off, like, uh, I think he had just done uh, Zarathura or whatever, the space, Zathura. space Jumanji. Z- uh, yeah, yeah. Space Jumanji Zer- is basically Zathura, what. Or a- that movie's actually really enjoyable, by the way. If you've never seen it, it's it's yeah. it was super underrated. Was a solid, yeah. You know, low super director. super duper risk. Also, uh, there's no when it when it first like I heard about them gonna do that they were gonna do a Guardians movie. The Guardians movie was a huge risk. Mm-hmm. James Gunn was a huge risk. It yeah. just happened to work. Um, but also because for the, uh, to a certain extent, they left him alone. Uh, DC yeah, did left this him alone to do something that was unique. Yeah, right. he did not but, copy off of anyone. He had this idea based on what this property now, now, is. And, and David Guard and with Guard, that's a good example. David Ayer is one of those. Yeah. Is one of those stories where you, you you look at the character. You have a talking raccoon. Yeah, and you you have all these different characters of different alien races. You, you can't make a, a dark and it serious movie. Out. It it shouldn't, but they made it work because they 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 agreed that okay, it's going to be this flavor of a movie, and it's going to be filled with comic relief. But it was balanced. Yeah. The well, dialogue. Great, it was great, great writing. Great writing. Great dialogue. The action sequences. Uh, the CG was on point. That I didn't see in Aquaman. The f- the the C, it was over it was overly done in CG. Uh, also, the, G, the CG was in most cases it was laughably laughably bad. Uh, in which one? Guardians or no, Aquaman? No, no, no. Talking about Aquaman. Also, I think it was bad. also the other side. Why uh, there another difference between uh, Aquaman and Guardians? Because that's actually also a great movie to compare it to, of like things that work and don't work. Is uh. In Guardians, the soundtrack is a way in which they ground you to Earth. But who did that? In Aquaman... Whose idea was that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was James Gunn. Uh, In Aquaman, it's the reverse. 
every single time an actual song pops up in Aquaman, it was just like, this completely takes me out of the movie. What's happening, right? And even James Wan has said even that was intentional. Like, some of those songs are, like, intentionally bad. It's like, yeah, but you didn't do it very well. Yeah, like, what, what's up with the song that they ended on? Like, when the credits roll. It reminded me of Black Panther. It does. It, the end credit video, the movie. Yeah. Or, yeah, it all reminded me of Black Panther something. Right. It, yeah, it was so much. Now that you bring up Black Panther, it seemed like they were trying to do DC's version of Black Panther. And the problem with. There's a lot of problems with that. Uh, <laughs> number one, it, Aquaman, even if you're casting Jason Momoa, does not have, like, the whole, like, cultural thing behind it that black panther does yeah. where it's just like no this movie has to be good otherwise people are going to be super upset yeah. whereas aquaman is yeah there's so many actually now that i think about it, there's so many choices that they made in aquaman that was just like you're trying to do black panther right now but you're not you're trying to do underwater black panther <laughs> yeah actually and it's I think just it. not it's not that's actually a really yeah. accurate description i'm glad you you brought up black panther I, I wouldn't have even thought of that but i was just like no wait yeah, yeah they were really trying to do underwater black panther and it's not it's so not um because it is kind of the same story it's like yeah it's a matter of someone who's trying to uh decide or whether or not he's worthy of ruling out it's just like they could have done something. James Wan, good director. Yeah. I think he just made mistakes, you know, yeah. with this film. Um, the writers made mistakes with this film. Uh, it's, to be fair, it's still a fun, good popcorn film, but I would recommend a rental because yeah. if I were to buy this, I would just fast forward in a few scenes to make yeah, it dude. buy really I think well. the, the, the bit, I mean, as much as I, my initial gut reaction was this, this was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. I reevaluated it. I was like, it's not, I think what really ruined it for me is that it's just, it's, it's at least too 45 long. minutes l yeah. too long. Yes. If it had been like an hour and 45 yep. minutes, like a 90-minute movie, maybe a little bit longer, and you just streamline some of that just stuff. Just make it two hours. Like yeah. Two hours would have been fine. It was just like... a movie too long. Yeah. It's just too long. I think yeah. I would have been able to deal with like the bad parts, or even if they were supposed to be intentionally bad, it's just like... All of the movies that I know that are that go for that tone, because there's a couple of movies that I've seen that go for that tone, none of them are longer than two now, hours. Is it because they just can't? They didn't do a good job editing, you know, or they? No, why, I know. I think I know what's going on. So long? I think I know what's going on because DC wants to make their their flagship characters. Truly epic in scale. Yes, that's what I was so going to say. So they're caught between making, you know, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Batman, Superman, truly epic. In, and to do that, they, their their threshold is two and a half hours, and uh, that's what that's my impression at least. And but the 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 problem comes in is that the the, the writing is not there. Um. It, it's it's unbalanced. There's not enough backstory. There's not enough character development. Yeah. That's you know a good example with with Batman Begins is that in Batman Begins Bruce Wayne is fully um, you know there's there's there it's you go into a 
deep um, backstory in terms of who Bruce Wayne is. Uh, there's 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 a, there's a whole side story uh, with regard to you know his parents and the killer of his parents and his his internal struggle between uh, vengeance and justice, you know. And anyway, I got a similar impression. My takeaway with with Wonder Woman, which was done very well, was exactly that. Her her background was fully examined. You know, you got a full backstory on who the character. I didn't get that with Jason with with Jason Momoa. You know, Jason Momoa, great actor. He always looks like he's having a blast whenever he's on screen. He's having a he had a great time. In Justice League, he was the only character I saw. Like I, every time, every time I saw Jason Momoa, I'm like this guy's having a blast. Guardians of the Galaxy, the first ten minutes, kid sees his mom die. That's the best introduction to, um, yep, to Quinn, yep. uh, or Quill, whatever his name. Yeah, is. yeah, yeah. You know, that's it's simple. You don't have to go through all this. You know, so many scenes to introduce the character. Mm. He likes music. He loves his mom. The music is the connection to his yep. mom, and yes. you could see that. Keep it simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, I'm, it's a, so, I'm a home DC homeboy, but I wish they hired better people. Well, yeah. I mean, he, here's a, and again, you've brought up like a perfect comparison is what Guardians did with Peter Quill in literally like the first five minutes of the film took Aquaman <laughs> like a half hour. Like that entire opening sequence, it was just like, Okay, this is already he's telling the story of his mom and dad. It was just like this is already going on too long. Like it's just one of the things that uh the Marvel movies and the writers is and I've seen this on a couple other No, it hasn't just been the Marvel movies. I'm trying to think of other movies where it's just like I'm just watching it and you're watching it for 5 minutes or like 10 minutes and immediately you're like I know who all these characters are. I know where they come from. Like, immediately. Like, just very quickly. And, like, yeah, the first five minutes of Guardians is like, okay, this is this is Peter Quill. You immediately know where he's coming from. Like, how, you know, every, everything makes sense. And then that beginning sequence when he's, like, dancing with, like, the Walkman is like, that immediate, like, it starts really sad. But it's like, this immediately resets the tone. Well, in Guardians, even the the music is a character in and of itself. Yes. And yeah. There's nothing. I mean, I was kind of hoping for Momoa, but even loving Jason Momoa and thinking that he's a dope guy yeah. was not enough. On the plus yeah. side, in Aquaman, you get sharks with freaking lasers that, attached to their heads. Yes. I waited all this time, and we have it. It was too... I don't know. I I wish they would could they could have just scaled it back. Scale it down a little bit. You know, it was too big too soon. You know, if they could have done something where it was smaller in scale, where, you know, the f- the battle between him and Ocean Master towards the middle, midway point, yeah, yeah. if that could have been the final thing. Keeping it small and localized yeah. in the f- battle of, of the, for the throne, I, th- I don't know, I wish it, they could have done something a little more, you know, small scale. 
It's not even small. I mean, I'm not gonna. Here, here also is. I don't know. We're, I I thought I, w- I was very overwhelmed by all these different tribes. Of yeah, and that's it. That's like, that's. I don't care. <laughs> so don't so care that's part of that's part of the Aquaman mythos, uh, which is.